0: Hello and welcome to today's Clutter Cricket podcast. Before we get started, I would like to ask all of you if you have any questions for me or any ideas that you would like me to cover in future episodes, please send those to me at my email address, which is cluttercricket at gmail.com. Today, we are going to talk about kids and their clutter. Yes, that's going to be a hot topic for sure. I have a lot of experience with this because I have six children. (laughs) Yes, one, two, three, four, five, six. And that also includes a set of twins. And during my time as a mom of six, we have had situations where we've had anywhere from two to four four kids sharing a room just depending on our living situation at the time and then we also got to a point where everyone had their own room and you know we've just gone through all of the different ebbs and flows of living arrangements and uh, toys and toy clutter and just all the things that comes along with having a house full of kids. So I want to share with you some of the tips and tricks that I have come up with over the years or that I have learned that really helped me to tame all of that kid clutter and find peace (laughs) in all of the chaos. The biggest thing was getting my kids kids to really clean up after themselves and keep their spaces tidy on their own. Now, that does not mean that their rooms were perfect. I mean, who really lives a a perfect space kind of life? That's just unrealistic. But this really helped cut down on how much work I had to do in their spaces, which means I could put my attention to busier spaces in the home, like the kitchen and the living room. Now, you may be thinking, yeah, right, like my kids are going to clean up after themselves. (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) So the trick is really to make the space that they have and where they keep their things functional for them. That doesn't mean that it's functional the way you like it. It needs to be functional in a way that they can manage it and they can keep it up. Now, Children are typically uh, macro organizers. That means that um, they're not going to take the time to, say, for example, sort each of the Legos into their own colors in in a little section, like in a divider. They're not going to do that. (laughs) They're going to throw them all in one thing and call it good. So what you really need to do is when it comes to organizing the kids toys, when it comes to small toys like Legos and Barbies and things like that, because Barbies and Legos are the worst things in the world to step on. Can I get an amen? (sighs) Now, (laughs) I would get a a basket or uh, like a little bin, something that doesn't have holes in it, though, Um, but preferably clear if you can. If not, that's fine. We will talk about how to um, make it functional for kids. But kids are also very visual. So they need to be able to see things because for them it's very much out of sight, out of mind. So it needs to be visual and it needs to be quick and easy. So you want to get a bin that they can sort their small stuff in just to toss it in, okay? All the Legos in one bin, okay? And if you've got a clear bin, super, and they can see what's inside, great. If you don't have a clear bin, then put a large label on the front of that. And I don't mean go out and spend a bunch of money. You can get this stuff at the Dollar Tree, okay? Um, But get a label and put it on the front and in big letters write Legos, okay? You can even um, print a picture of Legos off of the internet and and tape it to the front. You know, anything that's going to visually tell them what is in that container, because that is very important that they know what is in the containers so that they can clean up on their own. (laughs) So this is what I want you to do with all of those small toys, Legos, Barbies. If you keep the Happy Meal toys from McDonald's, you know, make a bucket for those. What, Whatever. Whatever kind of toys your kids have, you know, make little bins and things for those. If you have a toy box, get rid of it. I, I I'm telling you now, pitch it. Sell it. Donate it get it out of your house. A toy box is like the worst invention (laughs) for kids because then it's just a whole pile of toys dumped into one gigantic box and it's terrible for them and it's terrible for us as the parents because if they want that one transformer toy and it's down in the bottom of that toy box what do you think is going to happen? (laughs) yeah, they are going to dig through that entire toy box. They're going to be pulling toys out and throwing them all over the floor to get to that one toy that they want. And also, a lot of these toys aren't going to get played with because they're on the bottom and the kids can't see them and they forget about them. And so it's just... A waste of money and there's so much time and effort going into the cleanup when there is a toy box involved and I wish I had known this when my older kids were younger because we had toy boxes and I could not figure out why you know I thought it's so easy you just throw it in there and yeah it was easy to clean up you just throw everything back in the toy box but then they could never find anything and so that's why cleanup took forever when I thought it would be so easy it was because there were so much out because they were constantly having to just dump the toy box out to find their toys so toy boxes no way Jose they need to go so let's get things into things like um, cube shelving would be great or shelves on the wall If you don't have those as options, you can even just set some bins out on the floor, you know, just make a bin for this, a bin for this, a bin for this, and just line them up up against the wall and just make your own little toy area there. But this will help you and the kids so much. Much they will be able to see their things, get them out easily, and know where they go to put them back. So you can just say, Okay, go clean up your Legos, and they'll be able to get their Legos and put them in the correct bin. I'm just using Legos a lot just because my son has Legos, and I'm constantly like, Ah, oh, the Legos. <laughs> All right, another thing I want to talk to you about is the kids clothes. (laughs) Kids tend to go through their clothes very quickly. And so there's always a lot of kid clothes on hand. So we want to organize the clothes in a way that works for them so they can start putting their own laundry away and being, you know, responsible for their, their own things. And no, it's not gonna look like Marie Kondo was in there. Okay, it's going to look like a child put their clothes away. But the key is, is that they put it away. This is saving you time. And it's teaching them responsibility. And this is a wonderful thing (laughs) to have under their belt as early as you can get them to start doing this. So again, with Younger children, you really want to give them a bin and you can make this as as simple as you want or you can really kind of make it a little more custom just depending on what you think would work best for your child. I, for my kids, my two youngest, um, they are six and eight, almost nine. They each have a little uh, cube shelving in their closet, okay? And that's all we use for clothes is their cube shelving. And I do have a rod in there for hanging clothes, but we have very little hanging clothes on the rod. That is really just for like special occasion clothes, like like really fancy dresses that we would wear to like a, a wedding or Easter or something like that. Or my son has like a little suit or something just in case we have some sort of special occasion we need to a- attend. I do have those hanging on the rod, but that's really it. Everything else is in their cube shelving. And so each cube shelving space has a bin from the Dollar Tree. I kid you not, Dollar Tree. And the cube shelving, I got those for free off of like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and uh, Facebook uh, community share groups. So I really didn't spend but a few dollars on this. So each cubby has a Dollar Tree bin, like a little square bin. And one cubby is like pajamas. Uh, Another cubby is socks and underwear. Another cubby is like short sleeve shirts. Another cubby is long sleeve shirts. Another cubby is pants. Another is shorts. And you know, you get the idea. Okay. But You know, you could even go simpler than that. You could do like if you have drawers and instead of a cube shelving, you could have one drawer that's tops and another drawer that's bottoms. But the point is you could take a laundry basket in there with their clothes and they could take their shirt out and know where it belongs, whether it's in the tops drawer or if it's in the short sleeve basket, whatever it is. Start teaching your kids how to put their things away, but make sure that the system you set up is something that is gonna work for them because that is how they will succeed and that is how you will reduce your stress and reduce how much time you have to help them clean up after themselves. They will get into the habit of cleaning up after themselves so much easier the earlier you teach them to do this. When you try to teach a 12-year-old to start cleaning their room and you never really enforced that before, it, it's gonna be a struggle. But if you're teaching your 18-month-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, whatever, how to pick up their toys or put away their clothes, this is just something that's going to be ingrained in them as a child. And it's just going to be habits. So by the time they hit those fantastic preteen and teen years, this is just something that they do naturally. And it won't be such a knockdown drag out, you know, situation where, you know, it's like, you need to clean your room, clean your room. I don't want to clean my room. <laughs> okay, because trust me, I've I've had those moments with, you know, some of my older kids. And let me tell you, I, I had I had one that was Whew. the things that I would walk into to that girl's room and find, oh, I couldn't even talk about. Here. <laughs> so start teaching your kids as early as possible. And if you, if you have a preteen or teenager, and you're trying to kind of get the ball rolling now, um, I would suggest uh, checking out my friend, uh, Cassandra. She has the channel called Clutterbug, and she has um, come up with the four organizing styles. And so I would recommend you check out her website and have your older kids take her organizing style test so that you can find out what their organizing style is so you know how to set up their their closet or their room in a way that really functions for them because it will make them so much happier and you will have to nag them so much less if their room really functions for them in the way that works for their personality and their organizing style. You can find her organizing style Test at clutterbug.me. Once you know your kids organizing style it is so much easier to get things going and really get them on board with keeping things up and it will bring so much more peace to your household. I promise you. Now again I said my kids range in age from 6 to 24 but there was a time um, I was um, married before and I had a stepchildren as well thrown in there so there was a time where I had even more kids than that and we had a lot of space sharing going on so I would recommend if you are in a situation where you're you have children that have to share spaces uh, you should have an area of toys that they share You know that these are toys that we all share together, you know, and there's no fighting over these toys. These are toys for all of you to play with. But then give them a a box or, you know, like one bin or an, an under the bed storage Um, like storage, Rubbermaid storage unit, something like that, that has some things that are just theirs. So that even though they have to share a space, they still feel like they have some things that are their own. That is very important. And it may not seem like it as parents and adults, how important that is. But for a kid who has to share their space with a sibling, having something that's all their own, is really important to them and they really need that. Even if it's just a couple of special toys that's just theirs that no one else plays with. Yes, it's good for kids to share and learn that, but there should also be uh, some things that are special to them that they can keep you know, just theirs. So make sure that you set something like that up for your kids that have to share a space. And also if you have an organizing unit in the room, like a cube shelving unit or a dresser or a chest of drawers, I would designate like certain bins or certain cubbies or certain drawers To each child. So, like maybe these two drawers are for Joey and these two drawers are for Jane. And, you know, that way they each have a space to put their things away, you know, like we just talked about, you know, for organizing. So they can still put their things away and organize their things, you know, in a way that works for them. And they still have their own space, even when space is tight. There was a time where. We were living in a trailer, a mobile home, and it was a three-bedroom mobile home, and I had six children at the time in a three-bedroom mobile home. I just want you to ponder on that for a minute, what that would look like. <laughs> so I had the, the master bedroom, and then I had my oldest daughter and my oldest son who sharing a room and it was the smallest room in the trailer. <laughs> Basically the room consisted of a bunk bed and that's really all you could fit in there. The room was so small and the other bedroom uh, was just a little bigger and we had two sets of bunk beds in there and so we had four kids sharing in there. Um, two most of the time, or no, three most of the time. And then like every other weekend, there was a fourth child um, in there. And so space was really a premium. <laughs> so you have to get creative, but you also have to make sure that you are setting up systems that your kids can maintain. Now, I am a perfectionist. And I If you, uh, check out my friend, um, Cass's Clutterbug page and you do her quiz, um, she has a different, um, name for each of the organizing styles. So one's a cricket, one's a bee, one's a ladybug, one's a butterfly. I am a cricket, which means I am basically a perfectionist and I like everything, um, Put away, you know, behind closed doors. I don't want to see visual clutter, and I also like things super organized. So I w- I will sort those Legos into different colored bins. You know, I will take the time to to do those fine detailed type organizing. That's my style. Um, so. I I know what I am, but I also know that that is not going to work for a child. A child is not going to Marie Kondo fold their clothes (laughs) and stack them. You know, they're not going to meticulously sort their toys and belongings. That's not going to happen. Now, when you get to the preteen and teenage years that's when the kids start kind of coming into their own and start developing their own kind of preferences. Some may have them a little bit younger, but for the most part, most kids will function better with um, having things visual and also having things easy to put away. Um, But as they get older, they may start transitioning into maybe wanting things to be more hidden or having some more detailed, Organizing, which is why I suggest the older ones uh, take that quiz so you know how to help them out. But I know that I cannot organize my kids' spaces. way that I like it. I cannot hide everything away in cabinets and behind closed doors and have dividers and special bins inside of bins to sort things. They are not going to be able to maintain that. They're not going to use it. It won't work for them. And then their room's always going to be a mess. I'm always going to be frustrated and they're always going to be upset because I'm upset with them. So don't true that to your kids. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I made that mistake when my older ones were younger. I would go in there and I'm like, but I made this awesome system. Why aren't you using these things? And I didn't know then that they couldn't. That's just not how their little minds work at that age. So I'm gonna save you a lot of time and a lot of headache and a lot of nagging and a lot of you're grounded. (laughs) Set up your younger kids' spaces simply and easily and you will be so thrilled at the results that you get and the kids will feel so proud of themselves because they did it all by themselves they like to do things by themselves if you give them the opportunity to do so and then they will feel like a big kid and you will feel so much lighter because you will have less weight on your shoulders in terms of cleaning and upkeep of their rooms and you'll feel a lot of pride as a parent that your kiddo did such a good job, and that you taught them how to do this, because this is a valuable life skill. All right, so that brings me to the end of today's podcast. Don't forget to email me your questions and ideas at cluttercricket at gmail.com, and I will talk to you next time. Have a great day.